Welcome in, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me. Today, I'd like to discuss a few thoughts on working with challenges and struggles in our life. In particular, I'd like to talk about this idea of surrender and what that might mean in a few different scenarios. In traditional Buddhism, you don't see the word surrender that much, though you do see it embodied within different kinds of practices and ways or attitudes of relating to emotions, thoughts, our life uh, within meditation, also just integrating meditation into our daily life. And so I thought it might be a useful topic uh, to share some ideas on. As always, let me know in the comments what you think. I really welcome and appreciate your feedback. If you're listening to the podcast on iTunes or Spotify, you can always go to my website, scotttusa.com, leave me a message there. Uh, I appreciate it very much. So surrender can mean a lot of different things um, depending on the context or, you know, how we take it personally. So I wanted to define uh, how I use surrender within my meditation practice, within my Dharma practice. Um, maybe I'll define what, how I don't use it <laughs> first, which is um, this kind of um, uh cocooning type of surrender where we're we're actually collapsing more into our ego clinging you know giving up our power and agency to an external figure or just kind of quitting within cynicism and that's not the kind of surrender i'm going to recommend you know applying to our struggles and challenges so the kind of surrender i'm going to recommend and talk about today is more this aspect of learning to be curious, open, and fluid with struggles and challenges. So it's more an idea of surrendering our fixation and limiting beliefs around who we should be in any given situation or someone else should be or how a situation should play out. So basically, I'm talking here about surrendering our, our, our clinging, surrendering our attachment, and learning to flow more with life, learning to flow more with a situation that's a struggle for us, whether it's a difficult emotion, um, you know, bad weather, a car not working, an argument with a, a, a family member or intimate partner, whatever is challenging us in that moment, we can choose to surrender our clinging that that has to be a certain way or look a certain way, or even work out in what we think is a way that's going to be favorable for us or, or the people we love. And this is challenging because in a way we're choosing to lean into chaos here. We're choosing to lean into uncertainty. And I want to share a few practical approaches that I use on a daily basis to lean into that. One is to work with embodiment. So for me, I'm dropping into my body, into my feet, legs, abdomen many times throughout the day. I'm trying to become aware of the sensations. I'm trying to allow sensations to move um, in a way they want to move. I'm attempting to allow emotions uh, to move in the way they want to move. And of course, as, as a Dharma practitioner, also working with thoughts, um, though that's not easy. <laughs> so what this provides is some ground where um, right away I'm opening to my own internal experience before I start to open or be curious about um, an external experience. And so here there's an, there's an acknowledgement, maybe in a way there's an acceptance and there's a, a letting be with my experience. And so through that letting be, then I can start to apply more curiosity and openness to an outer situation, be that a disagreement, um, traffic jam, um, 
someone being late to an appointment uh, uh, that, that I need to get something done in, wh- whatever it is, right? Something that's that's not going my way <laughs> in that given moment. Um, and so these core practices of curiosity, openness, and, um, you know, I guess you could say patience, but I look at it more a little bit as uh, attunement or tuning to others around me or a situation around me and um, experimenting, practicing. And so what this means is, first of all, being curious, you know, am I, am I seeing the situation um, as it is, or is there more to it than appears? So allowing some open questions. Now, again, these not, these might not be literal questions for me, but they're just a sense of, of opening to um, more information that, you know, it, it's kind of a, a prompt for me internally that maybe I don't have all the information of, of how this is functioning or existing, right? So I don't assume that I know. So there's a sense here that I don't have all of it figured out. And there's an acknowledgement of that, which is actually quite relaxing. It's, it, it, you know, for me, uh, I can have uh, quite a judgmental mind um, sometimes. And so there's there's a relief here that like, I don't have to use my, my judgment all the time. I can just try to stay present and open and and, Again, that leads to some sense of openness, uh, spaciousness, and then attunement. Because when this involves other people or, or an environment or, or a, um, a situation where we're not just working with our internal experience of emotions and thoughts, um, you know, often there needs to be some sense of attuning to um, how other people are feeling. You know, listening, asking them directly. And sometimes if people don't want to tell us or maybe they don't even know, we have to attune in a deeper way. And this is really, really challenging. So I treat this more as a practice than like that I should be perfect at this. Um, and so again, there's even room there for leaning into not being perfect at, at you know, any given task or not being perfect at, at you know, my relationships. And it's, it's, it's something where, where I can grow, right? Uh, moment by moment. So, for me, this is how I relate to surrender as an art because there's, there's a fluidity. There's a, um, there's a creativity to it in each moment and there's a give and take. I was talking with one of my mentees the other day and I started referring to this more as like a call and response. Uh, I used to play a lot of, um, Afro Cuban, Afro Brazilian and, and West African drums, uh, drumming music and, those kinds of styles of music always have a rely a lot on call and response. And it's really beautiful because you have to listen deeply to the other musicians around you and you, and you respond, but also it teaches you how to relate to life because you're doing something and and sometimes not doing something, you know, sometimes not saying something is also saying something. And then there's a response and we pay attention and we listen, you know, what is going to bring more, more um, openness, joy, um, compassion within our lives and, and the lives of those around us. So it's almost like we're tuning into this, uh, I call it a cosmic <laughs> call and response, like a universal cosmic, or sorry, universal call and response, just attuning to the space around us and, um, and then responding. And sometimes we don't always know the proper response. So we can surrender um, or let be with this need to know and just um, try to open. So just want to share a few thoughts here um, on this. Uh, 
As always, let me know what you think. I uh, appreciate and welcome your feedback. And I hope you have a good one. Thanks so much.